meeting. We are focused on maintaining a drug-free and healthy lifestyle. Since 2001, our open forum meeting welcomes parents, adolescents, recovering individuals, and anyone who supports our mission. Your suggestions, comments, or ideas are welcome to make our meetings the best they can be. The Racing for Recovery Support Group meeting is a cutting-edge alternative to what is currently offered. By combining substance abusers, families, friends, and the public at large, we have created an environment that is beneficial to everyone that has been affected by alcohol and drug addiction. Meeting start time is 6.30, so please be on time. Please turn off cell phones and refrain from making posts to social media during the meeting. Please only one person speak at a time. We will gladly sign your attendance slips and you can get them after the discussion. Honesty is required. Feel free to openly share your comments and points of view how, how substance abuse has impacted your life. This meeting is open to people of ages and welcomes diversity. So please refrain from using excessive foul language and language that discriminates against any race, gender, religion, ethnicity, sexual orientation, or disability in order to maintain an atmosphere of respect and dignity. If you see a visitor, a new member, or a returning member that you haven't seen in a while, please welcome them into our program. Your confidentiality is important to us. However, please be mindful if this is a live stream meeting, it is open to Racing for Recovery members around the globe. Please refrain from getting up and leaving during the meeting in progress. <coughs> Throw away your trash in the proper receptacles. If you are smoking, we encourage you to stop, but please do not smoke on or around our property. So do we have any first-time members? Okay, well, you're all here, so... <laughs> And can I have the designated reader read the guidelines to living a lifestyle recovery? I'm going to here's guidelines. Guidelines for living a lifestyle of recovery. The lifestyle recovery guidelines are intended to be utilized by recovering individuals, their families, and anyone else who is striving to avoid <coughs> substance abuse and its use sobriety. Guidelines. Number one, recognizing that substance abuse ruins lives. Two, wanting to pursue positive alternatives to substance abuse such as our education, employment, quality relationships, and health and fitness. Three, using resources such as friends, family, teachers, and peers as a way to achieve and remain sober. Adding sports, art, or music to these resources will help us to stay focused and motivated. Four, finding balance and working towards it and making it a part of everyday life. Five, building self-esteem and confidence through sobriety to combat negative feelings regarding oneself. Six, understanding that negative behaviors of isolation and self-pity lead to self-destruction. Seven, lifting a person up is different than allowing them to continue their destructive lifestyles. Be there for yourself and be patient with your family and friends. Eight, learning how to help without supporting the addict's behavior, providing assistance to the recovering individual that will improve their lives, not further their usage. Nine, recognizing personal challenges and integrating them into our lifestyle as challenges to triumph over. Yep. Ten, caring for our personal, emotional, physical, and spiritual individuality is the source we use for our sense of worth. Each person is truly magnificent. Our mission at Racing for Recovery is to prevent all forms of substance abuse by promoting a lifestyle of fitness and health to all those affected by addiction. Thank you, Danette. Um, okay, so we have some announcements. Um, we have some support groups um, offered by Racing for Recovery. Um, Tuesday is the men and women's. Um, it's at 4.30, open to the public. 
Uh, Wednesday, we have the Bedford Alliance Support Group. That's from 6.30 to 8.30. Um, we provide transportation at 5.15. Um, Saturday, we have a book study at 5 p.m. Um, and then we have family fun night from 6 to 8. And then Sunday, we have a run walk at Wildwood Park. The van leaves at 7.30, and the meeting is from 8 to 9. Um, and then we also have the Rock and Rossford 5K on the 21st. Um, if you haven't registered for that, um, do so. We have a trunk or treat on the 26th at 5 p.m., and that's before the uh, live stream. And all right. so now we're going to do introductions. You do not have to identify as an alcoholic or an addict, but if it is helpful to you, feel free to do so. Um, I just want to know your name, why you're here, and just tell me how you're feeling and why. So we'll start over here. Hi, I'm Megan. Um, I'm here because I have good today a little bit anxious uh yeah just grateful anxious because i want to put together a new workout that i just talked to my buddy mitch over there about he's gonna help me with that so i'm anxious to get to it my name is kyle i'm here to make sure michelle doesn't fuck it up <laughs> 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 feeling relieved because I'm not up there for a week. Um, and I also feel primed, I'll say. Keep up here. I had a lot of good like mental stimulation conversations today, and I just need to apply it. I'm telling you, I'm here just because we go Thursday nights and I feel a little tired. We go tired about four or five minutes. Situations back at the room, 
And then on top of it all off, I found my mom's in the hospital too. So I feel pretty down, but I know from watching his choices today, what not to do. So instead, I made the choice to come out. So I'm going to be, so I'm just going to sit still and be here. I'm Ryan. Um, I'm here to give and receive support, and this is where I need to be as well. Um, I'm feeling a little frustrated, um, eager, I'm kind of struggling, uh, not being able to see my youngest daughter at the moment. So it's been bugging me a little bit, but you know, I'm just making the right steps to make that come together and happen. I'm Crystal. I am here to support my mom and be here with her on her birthday. Um, I am feeling tired and a little overwhelmed, but hopeful. Hi, I'm Kelly, Crystal's mom. And I am here. It's Thursday, and there's no place I would rather be than here with you guys. And I'm feeling very happy today. It's a good day. Happy birthday, Kelly. Thank Happy birthday. you. Thanks, guys, very much. Hi, I am Heidi, and I am here to give and receive support, and um, I am feeling blessed today. Challenging emotions, and I can see that working for me, so I'm encouraged. Andrew, taking it one day at a time. <clears throat> um, I'm Chris. <laughs> uh, Kyle, can you get breath? Um, <laughs> here, uh, I was here to help Danny and Kyle find the building. Uh, Danny and I already got lost. Uh, I'm feeling um, uh, hopeful, better than I was uh, this morning, uh, present. I'm Lori. <clears throat> Today I'm feeling, while well, I'm here for my friends, support, and to support them, I'm feeling relieved today. I'm feeling relieved. I haven't taken the time to really grieve over the loss of my daddy 
And today I got some emotions out, and it felt really good. I feel relieved and blessed. My name is Danny. Uh, I'm here because I'm Kyle. I'm Chris's spiritual leader. So just guiding people through that process. And I feel great today. This is Xander. Um, I'm here because this is where I was born. So obviously, come back and see all you guys doing well. Um, I'd say I feel at peace today. Like, you know, it was one day where there's no phone calls from school. I stayed in school all day, so I could actually do my things without interruption. <laughs> Doesn't always happen, so. <laughs> I'm Larry. I'm here to support my dear friend Heather. I guess it was a pretty good day of the day off and got some stuff done around home and all the body parts seem to be doing what they're supposed to do, so hey. <laughs> uh, my name's Sean. Um, I'm here because uh, racing for recovery helped me save my life and uh, I'm feeling grateful today that I'm able to face life's challenges in a positive way. Hello, my name is Eric. I have 12 months and 12 days clean. I'm here to restart on my life and uh, help out uh, as I can with what I can help out with. And it helped me with my mental health and uh, my uh, health-wise in the workout room that I passed. Yeah, let's get the back wall. Uh, my name is Ronald, and I'm glad I'm here because this is helping me out in my recovery and my sobriety at the same time. So I'm just glad I'm a part of this. Being alone is not the way to live in recovery, so I'm just glad I'm here. My name is Jim. I'm ready to work on my middle and my mindset. And, uh, I'm feeling just today to what I got to do. My name's Jasmine. I'm here because I get to be here and I am feeling shocked. I can see My name's Chris. I'm here just to listen, get some information. And today I'm feeling pretty full right now. <laughs> content though. Feeling good and content. Uh, my name is Jeff. Um, I am here for uh, support, uh, to participate and to listen. And today I uh, I feel uh, grateful. I feel hopeful. Um, when I feel less than that, I just remind myself uh, what my alternatives are, and uh, they're not not very uh, not very pleasant to think about. I am Andrew, and I am here because this is what I do on Thursday nights, and I am feeling encouraged and excited. Dana, and um, I'm here because this is 
my new um, routine Thursdays, and I feel anxious and overwhelmed today because I like realize there's a lot of things like I have to do and work, get done, but like I'm also um, I don't know, for the first time I'm like being more patient and like kind of myself too. <clears throat> My name's Tom. I'm here to support a friend. My name's Ian. Uh, I'm feeling <clears throat> angry today and uh, not good. Didn't want to see anybody, didn't really want to be here, and that's why I am because I knew that I needed to be. My name is Amber. Um, I'm here because this is my routine that I'm creating for myself. Um, feeling better than I did this morning. Hey, my name is Raphael. I'm here because um, I need to be here to work on myself because I got a lot of different problems. And I choose to keep coming back because I want to be successful and I'm tired of my life. My name's Jasmine. Should we go with Santa? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I need to be here. I have a lot, like I said, I got a lot of things to work on. Um, I feel blessed today. I just got done with my four-year-old. She said she's proud of me. So. I'm Autumn. I'm here because it's part of my new team, and I feel determined and motivated. Molly, I'm here because I enjoy it, and I'm feeling a little tired, but I'll be all right. Uh, my name is David. Um, I'm here to learn. I'm trying to fix her relationships with my family. Really learn, learn where I fall short. They are. Learn where I fall short, and I feel uh, I feel loved. First time in a really long time. I got to. I got to interact with my family for the first time, really, and like connect in like four years. So it was really powerful. It's like we love being smaller. So fast. Frank, um, I'm here to give and receive support, and I feel a little under the weather, but still blessed. Hi, I'm Pat. I'm here to support and see old friends, not age-wise, ones that have been in the program. <laughs> and, well, well, you know. But, uh, and then also to meet and support those that are in the program that I don't know. Um, I come to these meetings because I'm an enabler for years. And I realized just sitting here tonight that they say you money can't buy love. But when I was an enabler, it was amazing because I gave money and I really got the love <laughs> from people, you know, my family when I gave them money. And it really changed when I stopped, you know, because that the love's back now, but then there wasn't that love because I wasn't giving. So money can't buy love or you just have to do it. Yep. Yeah. 
My name is Josh. I'm here to support all the good-looking people on the panel up there tonight. And I also feel blessed, blessed that I don't have to live the rest of my life hiding from my alcoholism. Awesome. Uh, I'm Brandon. I am here uh, to get Brett's job if you don't do that camera right. Um, to find a spiritual leader, maybe. Um, no, I'm, I'm blessed. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on here, a lot of good things. It's nice to experience some sober. Uh, we're going to a concert tomorrow. I get to see my son tomorrow. Uh, of course, the holidays are coming up, Thanksgiving, uh, Halloween, Christmas. It'll be nice to be present and be with my family and be a, a, a healthy family member and not doing the dumb shit I've always done, so I'm, I'm blessed. Uh, I'm Lindsay. Uh, I'm here because I'm always here on Thursday nights. I'm just usually in the kitchen. Um, so I'm a shout out to the kitchen, Sarah and Chef Dean, for cleaning up in there by themselves tonight. Um, and I'm feeling pretty excited to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, my name is Brett. I'm here to mess up the cameras tonight. <laughs> um, I. Uh, um, I I love being here on Thursday nights. Um, from I'm working in the kitchen to it's nice to be out here messing up the cameras and get a break from the kitchen, and uh, to support you know Michelle in front of the meeting here and uh, uh, my peers here. That uh, this place saved my life and continues to save my life every day. So um, I give back when I can in the kitchen here, whenever. So that's why I'm here and I'll continue to do that because I know it works. I'm Michelle. Um, I'm here because I love this place. Um, I want to be here and I choose to be here. Um, I'm feeling a little anxious, <laughs> but I'm I'm feeling also excited and motivated and determined and driven. Um, and like Danette said, I'm I'm on the right path, and that's exciting. Um, and I also want to shout out my son, Jet, and my dad. They're watching from home. Hi, Jet. Hi, Dad. Choices and Consequences by Todd Crandall is one of the foundations of our support groups at Racing for Recovery. The lessons learned in his life and the examples he provides create a path to recovery that anyone can follow. Order now on Kindle or paperback at Amazon or racingforrecovery.org. Um, okay. Can I have the designated reader read the answer? The answer by Donald Picard. Running from the misery, trying to escape the pain. As I approach the light of hope that lies before me, each step overwhelms me. Every breath searches my throat. I ache. My body rebels against me. My memories torment me. Agony has become my closest companion. My demons mock me as I dangle helplessly above the abyss of alcohol and drug abuse. The voices all sound the same, criticizing, accusing, accusing, blaming me for what has happened. They don't understand. They don't care who I am. I'm a human being, full of thoughts and feelings. 
I am worth saving. Just show me the way. At last, I reach the light of promise. There stands the answers. Open arms, understanding smiles, and looks of trust. And so it begins, racing for recovery. Thanks, Frank. Welcome. So before we get into the topic, um, I know that I can't compete with Kyle's puns, but in honor of Halloween, um, I do have a skeleton one, and it's pretty humorous. <laughs> There's also a vampire one, but it sucks. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> okay, so, all right, tonight, um, about five months ago, um, I ran this meeting um, on my birthday, and um, the topic was um, how far have we come in our recovery, and kind of remembering where we've came from. Um, and I guess tonight I just kind of want to revisit that, um, because I know for myself, in just these past five months, I have grown tremendously. Um, I have a job, a car. Um, I have new relationships in my life. Um, I have old relationships that are just becoming, you know, stronger. Um, I have a better relationship with my family. Um, I have more self-respect. Um, I value my life. Um, I learn more about myself each day. Um, and, you know, I've been sober for going on 10 months now. and. Just the way that I feel right now, it's, it's, it's like, it's kind of like crazy to think that like if I could feel this good after just this short amount of time, like imagine how I'm going to feel in a year, in five years, in ten years. I mean, it just keeps getting better. Um, and, you know, it hasn't been like a completely easy journey. Um, you know, I've had my struggles, and I'm sure most of us have. Um, you know, we are not immune to life's hardships, um, but I think getting through them in a healthy way is super worth it, and it's just, it, it's, it only goes up from here. So, um, my question, I guess, is what changes are you recognizing since starting your journey? Um, do you see the growth and the healing in yourself? Um, and how does it feel to be where you are now? Um, compared to where you were when you first came in. Um, I would say when I first came in, um, I had like a, a last minute decision because I could have went to the halfway house and just did what I was used to doing and get strung out, you know what I mean? But I chose to sue come here, you know, when I put in the work from the jail, you know, set up my appointment through the jail phone, you know, and I was definitely broken, like really like just lost in life. I'm still lost, but I'm not broken. I definitely am slowly like finding who I am, but like I'm just like the <laughs> not even making a scratch in the table type stuff. Cause like, I don't know who I am. I know who I was for years on end. So I don't, I know who I am down like deep inside, but I don't know who I really am as like a doll, you know, as a, I know how I was as a little, like a teenager. So I haven't really got to be an adult yet because I chose what I chose to do. So I would say like, I feel like I have came a long ways, but then yet yeah, I feel like I haven't 
because I do have my moments, but I'm really hard on myself. So I would just say overall, from when I first came in here, I'd be always talking about, man, I'm just gonna get high. You know, I'd rather be, you know, just be back in jail and actually think about doing what I could do to go about that. Now I like, I joke about it, you know, about the going back to jail part, because I'm like, that's not what I want. But I still have urges, of course. You know, I'm, you know, but not as bad as when I first got here. Like I told you guys, I was going hotel to hotel, you know, gas station trying to find it. So I would definitely say I've came a long ways where I know I don't want to get high. I don't want to be in a cell. I want to be out here and I want to feel emotions and but not just turn them into anger, so to speak, and actually like feel them all the way, like let the tears out. But I don't want to like overflow because I've been years on years built up. So I mean, I feel like I have came a long ways, but I got one hell of a road to go that fast. <laughs> I feel I have changed a lot mentally, physically, emotionally. Um, and I say 25% of that is because of me. But the other 75% of that is because of you guys. Um, if I don't see how how you guys are changing, how open you guys are, I would not be willing to change myself. Um, and I, I do give you guys props for helping me change. This, as a family here, it's making me into a woman I became and that I'm becoming now. Um, and I'm proud of myself. Like, I've never been so serious about a program and about my recovery till I came here. Um, but the last program I was at, I played it as a joke. And I, when I came here, I, I seen what recovery really is. So I see a lot of growth in me, a lot, just playing everything. I got nervous. Yeah, um, I think it's definitely like a good, like a good topic. Just thinking about like how far we've come, just like individually. Because I mean, uh, so there's this concept that there's a book on. I haven't read the book, but I had it like summarized to me. But it's the gap versus the gain, and it's kind of like the gain is in like how much you've gained, how far you've come, and then the gap is like like a canyon or like a big valley before you, like how much further you have to go. And we're just like, kind of like hardwired to like, you know, be anxious about how far we have to go and uh, <coughs> overlook how, how far we've come kind of. But it's kind of like how Raphael was saying about like how far he's come and like the things that he's gained in the time he's been here and stuff. Uh, there's like all, all kinds of like, scientific and psychological benefits to, you know, reflecting and like self-awareness and stuff like that. But just like for me personally, um, yeah, I don't even like recognize myself. Like I, for, for a couple months there, like it was, I mean, I like just realized like, oh shit, like, I'm sober and I've been doing this for like how long? And like, I don't even think about it anymore. Um, there's also like the element of 
even still like other people can see the change in me before I can actually see it. You know, it's, it's kind of hard to keep track of even just myself. Uh, but yeah, there's, um, I don't know. I think I'll have more ideas. Um, I would say um, the biggest change for me uh, since being here, um, there was some point like, you know, I got here and, you know, I was like, it, you know, when it turned to like, I have to do this and I have to do that too, I get to do this and I get to do that. And, um, you know, going through the motions here, you know, it goes pretty quick because they keep you pretty busy here. And um, I remember I missed a, I, I missed a group or something. And um, it affected me all day, and I was like, "Wow, I'm I'm being starting to be hard on myself for missing a group when, you know, even just being here was a miracle of itself." And now I'm feeling the type away from just missing one group. So I, that's when that's when I knew this place was kind of like starting to change me, in a po in a very positive way, very quickly too. This is within like 90 days, and. Um, so from that moment on, then like I knew that I was I had uh, I was on the right path, and um, I wasn't gonna you know I wasn't gonna let that happen again. So yeah, but when you said that, that's what what we came up. Chris, um, <coughs> I uh, I about uh, something Raffy was saying in the autumn, um, and like I mean it's it's uh, it's pretty. Pretty. Uh, I mean, it's 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 definitely resonates with me too. Is the um, like the idea of not not really being able to see the change in yourself, um, as like Kyle was just saying, like you know, other people will see it before you do. And um, I like I I put it. I <laughs> ah, sorry. Um, I um, I kind of I kind of compare it to like like in the gym or. Um, or like you know if you're if you're on a diet or something and you don't really recognize like the weights you put on or you know take off and then uh, unless you like you know standing next to you know the after uh, or before pictures you know um, and for me like I don't the, I don't really see a lot of like physical or like tangible changes except maybe I don't I don't even I don't like um, I don't put as much weight into that stuff anymore. Um, I feel like uh, mentally I've I've grown like exponentially, um, but I feel like uh, like maybe that's maybe that's why like uh, the tangible things don't mean as much because I'm so much happier now. Like I feel uh, just a sense of calm completely. So I I mean I can only imagine what's uh, I mean it, it's really I've only been really implementing some of the things I've, I've been uh, been learning and like, uh, you know, for, for only a couple of months now. So, I mean, it gives me like motivation to, to really, you know, sit with it, let it, let it, uh, let it ride for a couple of years, see, see what I, uh, what I have in store. Um, you said like you feel like the calm like, how have you, like, what steps have you taken to get there? Oh, uh, a lot of holistic stuff, I mean, to be honest. But it's it's really, it's really interpersonal work. Like, uh, 
you know, I don't know if anybody's uh, uh, familiar with like shadow work and things like this. Like um, meditation's always is really. I mean, that's that's grown uh, my mental state and my my like awareness uh, tenfold. I think uh, I think I mean, there's plenty of different forms, um, but reflecting on everything and reflecting uh, even even if it's you know I've read. Uh, I'm not even sure who said it, but uh, you know, counting the day, uh, you know, reflecting on the day at the end of the night, and start start from the minute before you went to bed, and uh, going all the way all the way back to when you woke up. You know, like those type of exercises alone are are, are helping me like recognize a where I'm maybe falling short, or where I'm like um, where I'd like to do better next time. You know, where I could where I could take advantage of something else. You know. Uh, Utilizing my time, uh, all these things, all these things are like not easy, uh, and I'm not like super excited about them all the time. But um, I, I mean, it's just like being in the gym or something. Uh, you know, you start seeing the results, and like you're like, oh yeah, I want to keep doing this. Um, I, w- I was gonna say, uh, Raphael, uh, I think I think you maybe it's a plateau. Like once once you you see those you see those. Um, see those gains like immediately you know like it's, it's a huge jump you know but then maybe you hit that hit that level to where you know now they're smaller you got to put in more work but they're they're only like you, you get you can only get so high before you know the the balance starts to level off and you gotta you gotta really push to get get, get any higher so um I, I think that's that that might be something to look at thanks Chris Jeanette um, as far as growth and that, um, I think that the biggest area that I've grown, grown in is my perception of uh, It took a lot of practice, and at first I had to be conscious of changing my thinking. And after practice, like with anything else, I automatically am going to that more positive side of everything. Um, if my perception changes, my outcome of my expectations are going to change. I don't, I still raise that bar really, really high, but I've turned that inner critic that we talk about, I've flipped it to where it motivates me. It doesn't beat me up anymore. That has been a huge change. I'm taking the bad and making it, making good out of it. And it's all on how I'm perceiving things. Um, I'm looking more at my challenges and failures. They're not so bad. Um, A lot of the things that I challenge myself with or I fail at, I've never carried through and figured out the way to navigate to get the end result I want. But I've realized for me that is all out of fear. Mm-hmm. And now that I've come to a point where I'm not fearful of things like that anymore, it's what I lose. Um, it, yeah, what do I lose? And sometimes I feel <coughs> that going backwards, I, I mean, I've gone backwards a little bit. And from going backwards, 
don't know if this is going to make sense or not. I'm actually further ahead now mm -hmm. because I went backwards a little bit, and I'm I'm not at the standstill. I kind of when I returned was in the middle. I felt I wasn't way here and I wasn't way here, but something's happened now to where I'm understanding and things are clicking that didn't click the first time. And so I'm grateful for that step backwards because now I'm getting two big pieces of the pie that I wasn't getting before. And now I'm understanding the whys. And oh, okay, that's because of this and that's fixable. And it's all coming together and I'm really, really grateful for that. Um, and I, I have to understand that um, I wrote down other people's ways are not always my way. And that's okay. Just because something works for Kyle does not mean that I'm going to go out and do it and it's going to work for me. And that's okay. Um, Michelle, you and I, you know, in our relationship, we've had no our trials and tribulations, but you and I spoke of being authentic yesterday when we were talking. And for how many years I have been a chameleon. You put me in an environment and I can adapt real easy. I can play that game all day. But that's doing a disservice to myself. And now somewhere along the line that shifted for me and I can be authentic. And it's okay. Um, and the, the last thing I just want to say is, you know, it, it, it comes down to I control what I do today. And that's a little scary, but there's a sense of freedom in it, too. That, you know, I make the choice. I can go this way or I can go this way. What, what I, I, I say to Michelle all the time at home, what's Michelle's next right move? I say that all the time. What's the next, next right move? And there's something freeing in that, I believe. All, all that, I didn't even have that six months ago. That's that piece of the pie that I'm getting right now that I'm, I'm just feeling really, really good about it. So for this week, I'm going to say this. Yeah, um, I thoroughly enjoy our conversations. Um, when we were talking about the whole being a chameleon aspect, um, that's so exhausting. And I've done that my whole life. Um, you know, blended in just, just to be noticed, I guess. Um, and now that I, I don't have to do that anymore, um, like the right people who are supposed to be in my life are going to be in my life. I don't have to pretend to be something I'm not. Um, that's, I've learned that here, you know, that being authentic is freeing. Um, and I'm also grateful for your setback because I see how far it's gotten you now. Um, thanks to that. Nick? Sorry, I was pretending earlier. I apologize if I had to step up. 
Um, Growth-wise, like in myself, like just even like, okay, so I, I had a little bit of a head start on everybody today because I found out what Michelle was talking about earlier today. So like I've been racking my brain all day on like where I see the growth of myself. And really it comes down to like the situation that just happened earlier with my roommate and then my mom. Because before my first initial reaction would have been, been like, okay, screw it, I'm going out and getting high, or I'm leaving, I'm doing this or whatever. And my first thought was, I'm here, or reach out to somebody else from here. And like knowing that I needed help. And especially with like my mom, uh, my mom's only wish, like my mom's really not healthy at all. And like, I really don't, as bad as it sounds, I don't think I have much time left with her. I hope that I do, but if her wish is for me to be sober, and like I promised myself, if anything, before my mom ever passes away, like I would be sober. And like I know how I took it when my grandma passed away, and like that's what really sent me into my addiction. And I can't do that anymore. I recognize that now. Yeah, my feelings are uncomfortable right now, and I hate them, but I'm embracing them because it's okay for me to feel these feelings. I don't have to numb them. It's okay for me to go through. It's okay for me to deal with them. And I'm just finding those new ways to deal with them. And I'm, I'm loving the person I'm becoming today. And that's the biggest growth of myself because I didn't love myself before. A very long time. But I'm really starting to love myself today. myself. Um, I was very trapped in my past by old traumas. Um, and, you know, I came here, I never thought that I could work out. Um, I definitely never thought that I could speak in front of a group or sit at this table. Um, and now here I am. Um, I've been able to use, you know, a lot of the tools that Racing for Recovery has to offer, um, which has let me work through a lot of those traumas it's let me um find out who i really am and realize like my strength and my capabilities um now i have the opportunity like brett said to uh to work in the kitchen to you know, plan meals to lead the women's group um to sit at this table with michelle um you know and Four months ago, I would have never thought that was possible. Um, it's definitely helped my life in many ways. You know, I have a better relationship with my husband now, um, better relationships with my family, uh, a brighter, better understanding of just, you know, people and, and what we go through. So uh, I'm very thankful. <laughs> yeah, the growth in in Lindsay is is phenomenal. I'm glad you're up here with me. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> um, um, I was a train wreck when I first came. <coughs> Excuse me, I was a train wreck, a real train wreck. My family know, um, but I get an indirect support. From you guys, you support me. You don't even know it. 
know, you'd be surprised at the support that you get from just being around sober people. You know, um, um, like Kyle was saying, it's like I'm having an outer body experience and I'm watching myself do something that I'm not used to doing because I've been at it for years. And I'm watching myself now, last five months, I've just been, you know, it's almost like a dream. But it's a, a dream that I've been, you know, wanting. And a dream that I've needed. Um, it's helped me become a better man. It's helped me become more confident. You know, and I mean, all praise to God. I give my, you know, my creator all the praise. I could never do this by myself. None of us can. Um, but you know, it helped me to be more focused, concentrate on me and what I'm supposed to be doing. Because I know that for me to, to backslide at this point now will be a choice. I don't choose to make that choice because I'm trying to make myself happy first and my loved ones happy second. Because I know they're counting on me. And I'm not going to let them down. I'm not going to let myself down. So backslide is not an option for me. I'm focused on what I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm more focused than I've ever been. I've been in a couple programs too. But this one is a little bit different. The support level is a little bit more stronger. Um, and it's not just, I mean, it's not just the staff and the, you know, the meetings, believe it or not. It's just being around people. That's not, you know, that's doing what I'm doing. You see, I mean, even at the sweeps, there's no drugs around. You don't see dope boys on the corner. You don't see alcohol bottles, broke glass. You know, you don't see none of that. You know, that whole environment is just changed for me. And that's what helps me. When they say people, places, and things, I know what they're talking about now. It makes sense to me now. So, I mean, I just give all praise to God, man. You know, I've been in some death-defying situations, and you know, He pulled me out of that through prayer. So I pray a lot. I pray five times a day, and I make sincere prayers. You know, I ask for forgiveness sincerely because I don't want to go back. You know, I'm here because I want to be now, not because I need to be. So that's my story. Thanks. Thank you, Ali. Um, I just want to say, Chris, I, I agree with you, like, you know, like making that big leap. And I'm at that point where I'm not in pilot mode because I am trying to discover feelings, but I definitely need to pull out a notebook and put some challenges down and just wake up. Instead of just waking up, sleeping in and coming here, you know, to eat breakfast and go in a group, I definitely need to start challenging myself because, you know, if I know whatever I put my mind to, I'm determined to make it happen. And I just want to tell everyone in this room, there's a lot of growth for everyone, even the ones you just came in, because you come back every single fucking day. You don't have to. And if you, you choose to keep coming, you choose to sit through the whole group and listen and speak. Now I encourage you to, you know, let some emotions out and speak. It's a little scary at first, but you definitely will feel like some weights off your shoulders. It's just like venting to a one-on-one, -on -one, but this is to, you know, something you say can be so powerful you don't even recognize it what can save someone's life in this room and you know just give yourself credit for all the growth you've been doing just coming back every single fucking day excuse my language every single day 
you know, just be proud of yourself for doing doing it because you don't just put in a code and your body just goes. You know, you have to wake up, get ready, and come here every single day. So that's a lot of growth right there because I know when I was on the streets, I was not thinking about doing all the right steps in life. So I just want to give everyone a round of applause. Pause for that. Sorry, can't speak all the time. <laughs> that pass. myself down for 
you know, whatever, no, not failures, but just adjustments I have to make along the way, or not, maybe I don't get a win. Um, but I think in being successful, I think that it, like being here, like as I'm listening to you guys, it's like how the healing process works. Like you, you come in here, you find yourself, you get to the point where you know yourself, you go out there, you live. And then you walk back in these doors and like, what I have now is like a depth of feeling that continues to grow. Like when I listen to you guys, I'm so proud to hear what I hear. It's, it's amazing to watch you guys overcome and keep pushing through. And it's like, could I really feel that if I hadn't have given myself a chance in the first place? Like, I don't feel guilty for feeling joy because I made mistakes in the past, because I wasn't capable of living the way I'm living now. You know, if I ha hadn't come to this sense of peace, could I look around this room and literally feel like my heart is outside of my body, listening to this one over here make me cry. Like, I'm gonna cry at every freaking meeting. That's just me because I see what I see because all of that stuff that was within me, that was clouding me, that was keeping me compartmentalized, that was pushing me down is gone. You know, it doesn't mean I don't have things to work through. It doesn't mean I don't have things to grow, but it's the daily stuff. It's how I'm reacting to what I'm doing now and not necessarily all of that trauma of the past. And so that is where you really get to this point and you're like, yeah, that's it. That's the piece. I'm like so happy to be where I'm at because it is literally the most beautiful thing. And one of the greatest assets of being a part of this, when I walked in here to to leave behind my addiction, to start on a new path, I never knew that it was gonna become what it is to me. Like there's absolutely no words, there will never be any words to describe how beautiful it is to be a part of this community. So I love it and I will always stand for it and always honor it every day of my life. Thanks, Heather. Um, when I walked through these doors, it's been over 10 months now, I had absolutely no idea think was coming. I was completely lost. First time being at a place like this. Really glad this is my first time coming someplace. This is an amazing place. It's changed my life. Um, it took me a few months to get kicking and involved in it and listen to what was being told to me to accept the process, to slow down, um, to learn to use the tools. Um, I myself think the growth now is like night and day. I think I'm a completely different person. Um, um, the challenges that I've had while I've been here, sometimes I just don't think that I can take another and I take another, and it's from the tools that they've, they've given me here. Um, it's from the people that 
have been here with, and it doesn't matter if they've been here 10 months, it doesn't matter if they've been here two months, I learn something from every single, every single person here. Um, I think one of my biggest things that has happened to me and helps me the greatest is seeing others' perspectives. Um, having more understanding of other people and where they came from. <coughs> when I walked through the door, I thought I was so non-judgmental. I was completely wrong. <laughs> I sit back now and I listen to stories where six months ago I would say, are you friggin' kidding me? And literally would say it out loud, as you guys know. Um, I sit back now and I think, wow, what brought them here? The different story they're telling, um, the different traumas, the different ages, the different place of life <coughs> makes me look at them and everything differently. And one of the things that sticks in my head all the time before I open my mouth now is, what is my end game? Literally, is it worth even talking about? Is it worth um, my time, my energy? Is it going to affect me in a week, in a month, in a year? Um, stops me from talking a lot and um, having a lot of apologies and regret later. Um, this place has changed my life, has pretty much saved my life, to be honest with you. Um, it's changed my entire family, the trust that I've earned back um, to be a part of my growing family on an everyday basis, um, to be in their lives, to see them be proud of me, to see you guys be proud of me. It means more than you guys know. It really does. Um, it feels good here. It feels like a community, like a family. The support, um, the security, the safety I have here. Um, I can't even explain the gratitude and where I've come from where I was. I appreciate it every day. Thanks, Kelly. Josh? Sure. All right. um, usually I write stuff down, so I don't know how this is going to go. Um, I knew one thing when I got here. Um, I was powerless. Um, second thing I found out was after I sat powerless for a month and didn't participate and just sat here and thought it was going to work, I realized I had to do the work. No one's going to do it for me. Um, I made a conscious decision, a choice, to start picking up books, reading books, paying attention to people in this class, because everyone in here has something great to say, and you always take something from somebody else. Um, I, don't, I didn't notice growth in myself personally, but my daughter started looking at me different, and my father started talking to me different. So that right there, told me that I was doing the right thing because of the choices I was making. So there's no turning back for me at this point. Um, I've got a taste of what it feels like. And I've been here almost five months now, and, and I want more of it. So I'm not going to stop. That's all I got. Stuff got Josh? I just want to add something to that. Like, I can kind of identify with that because... Uh, like for me, a big moment was my mom telling me that she was proud of me. That's something I don't remember ever hearing. So, I get it. 
Um, does anyone else have anything they'd like to argue? I'll just make it real short, okay? Um, it's amazing, you know, like you said, how your growth goes. Um, <coughs> coming here for so many years, people will say to me, why are you going there? What are you getting out of it? How can you help somebody? Um, and I look at them and I say, you know, God has given each of us gifts. Uh, it may take years to find those gifts. You know, a gift of raising your family, your grandkids, etc. But there's something else you need to give. And my love for this place is I've seen so many people come in broken and leave. Well, I see them come back and forth. And I, I truly believe that I get so much out of this group by just coming here and someone saying hello, they miss you or whatever. You know, you can you can go to your family and not see them for three weeks and oh, what have you been doing? Well, why don't you call and see? That's everybody's. But the enjoyment you give and when you come here and people reach out to you, very unusual for a person my age to have young people want to come up and talk to you. And it's a joy and it makes me feel so good. I leave here and I say to them, why don't you come? But it's just, and I, I want to thank everyone, you know, it's, it's a great joy and they can talk about young people, they can talk about addicts, drug, whatever. You people are smart. I could never get out from here like you all have. There is no way in my world, but I do know one thing, that whoever you believe in, whether it's a higher power or what, you may not believe in God for years, but he's there. And just know that you're loved and you have gifts to give. I don't care if it's just to say hi, hug somebody. So everybody go home and have a good time, watch football. <laughs> <laughs>